Hey y'all. So before we get started with today's show, I want to read off something that I wrote. And the reason why I want to read it off instead of just ablibing is because sometimes when I ablib, I go, I go back and listen. And I'm like, oh, why didn't I say this? Or why didn't I say that? So hopefully I'm able to give my full point across and I'm going to read it to you guys. Before we get started with today's show, I wanted to pop in for a moment. I recently came across a picture of me from 2018 at the very beginning of my journey of me. It was a selfie. I took it in the locker room of the new gym that I just joined on my way to a yoga class. I remember when I took this picture. I looked at myself and felt worthy. I felt good that I was about to take this yoga class, which was a very new experience for me at the time. I felt good that I was a member to this fancy gym. And I felt I looked good. That's why I snapped a selfie. I also can remember that I wasn't worried about anyone or anything else in that very moment. This was the moment that I started to include self-love and self-care and being present with the very that very moment. This was my moment. Today, as I look at the picture, I see a completely different person. I'm going to put a side-by-side of the picture now for all the listeners watching this visually on Spotify or YouTube. So I'm putting up now, and we're going to do the side-by-side. Okay, so I'm going to keep the side-by-side up for a moment as I keep reading. To be honest, I may cringe a little bit by looking at this version of me today, but I have to remember that that version of me was enough, beautiful and important in the evolution of me. Looking at this picture of me from a piece of my journey is a reminder of the power of energy. Let me repeat that. Looking at this picture of me from a piece of my journey is a reminder of the power of energy. Everything is the same about me in this picture. My face is the same. No plastic surgery. No difference in makeup. Still wearing the same old red lipstick. (laughs) You know? My eyebrows are still not done. I still don't have no fake eyelashes. It's the same person. It is really, truly the same person. The only difference in this picture is the energy that I carry. I'm going to repeat that too. The only difference in this picture is the energy that I carried. My energy today is completely different than the energy that I carried in 2018. And it shows. Shifting my energy was not an overnight thing, but it has been a beautiful inward journey of me. Going inward with thyself is truly the biggest transformation that one can make. I'm going to repeat that. Going inward with thyself is truly 
the biggest transformation that one can make. I'm not going to talk too long on this today because we have a show to get to. I just wanted to give you the reminder of the power of doing that inside work. Okay, so now we're going to shift the energies to start talking about today's show. So I told you guys in the very first episode of this season that this season is called Evolution. And that's about us moving forward. A lot of new information has presented itself this season. And today's episode definitely falls in in the category of evolution. I also told y'all in the first episode of this season, every week will look different than the previous week. So far, we have talked about coming back to yourself, biohacking the mind, clairvoyancy, HRV, and now we arrive to an episode called Scalar Energy. This topic and conversation will be very new and different. And I ask that we all stay open to this information. I will close this out with a quote from Nikola Tesla. If you want to find the secrets of the universe, think in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration. I will repeat that. If you want to find the secrets of the universe, think in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration. Thank you for showing up for the Become a Unique podcast. I'm excited to share today's show um, that's going to be very different. And I, once again, remind you to stay open. Let's get this show started. But before we start the show, I have a little message I want to share, and then we'll jump right into today's show. The whole point of the human race and the human mind in itself is evolution, whether it's evolution spiritually, physically, period evolution the purpose from from birth is creation that's all humans do everything around you was created you were created that table over there created this chair created this mic created that camera created that hat created the whole point of the human of the human race in itself is creation the whole point is evolution and creation if you're not evolving you're doing something wrong so anything that takes away the power of your mind is keeping you still and delaying your evolution. The whole point of life is evolution. Study your laws of the universe. The law of attraction, the law of abundance, the law of equivalent exchange. Study your laws, the laws of cause and effect, the karmic cycle. Today on the Becoming Unique podcast, I have such an amazing guest with informative information that I am so excited to learn about by the name of Tom. Welcome. Thank you for the invitation. Good day to you. You're welcome. So before we even get started, let everyone know who is Tom. I'm a scalar light researcher. By that, I mean I work with the energy of the sun and the stars. This is natural energy um, from the sun and the stars. I've developed instruments. I'm in my laboratory to demonstrate one of those scalar light instruments. I think this technology offers great promise to mankind. Wow. Okay. I'm excited. 
We're really excited to learn. So you're in this place now, but have you always been about like the sun and the stars and all of this like alternative healing energy? Yes, this has been my life passion. I've always wanted to do this. Why? Because I, I see the incredible technology and what it can do, how this can improve humanity's welfare, how this can improve the, the welfare of the world. So yes, this has been my lifelong passion. Okay, the welfare of the world. I like that. Okay, so for me and all those out there that may be interested, what is scalar energy? It's it's God's energy. It's the energy that powers the universe. Behind me is a scalar energy instrument. It's operating. I'm going to demonstrate this instrument to you. It's so strong that if I hold the light bulb in my hand, the instrument can illuminate the light bulb. So this wow. is the free energy that's emanating from this instrument. Here's another example. This is a light bulb that red will light illuminate bulb. under wow. the influence of scalar energy. So the point I'm trying to make is that this is ambient energy. And I have attached, if you will, my way into that star energy. I have attached myself to that dimension. So we're not working with electricity. It's a different type of energy. And because it's different, it has different properties. It has, if you will, so many um, benefits that are quite different from that of electricity and magnetism. We'll explore some of those benefits. Okay. Wow. Like I said, I'm new. I'm completely new to this. Mm -hmm. um, is there a population of like scalar energy, like scientists, healers, and so on? No. You're the only one? I'm the only one with this type of instrumentation. Uh, my uh, The predecessor that I speak of is Galen Hieronymus. Much of my work, if you will, was um, it, it was borrowed from him. I actually met his wife. But there's very few people who have followed up with the work of Dr. Galen Hieronymus. I'm one of the few. As far as I know, this instrument is custom built. As far as I know, nobody has, has really advanced this science as I have. Wow. Okay. So this is like revolutionary for me. Yes. Like, wow. Like, I, so, so have you like trademarked patent and all the stuff you needed to do for your instrument? No. And I'll tell you why. I'm not worried about anybody trying to knock this off because un unless you have this deep understanding, you won't be able to, you won't be able to repeat this. What took Dr. Hieronymus a lifetime has taken me a lifetime. So I'm really not so interested in patent. I'm interested in helping humanity. And I'll, I'll demonstrate how these instruments work and their unique character. It's, it's unlike anything you've ever seen, to be quite blunt. Okay. So can you spell Dr. Hieronymus' name yes. so I can have it written down? Yes. It's Galen Hieronymus, H-I-E-R-O-N-Y-M-U-S. Dr. Galen Hieronymus. Now, he actually achieved a U.S. patent for his instrument. Mine is a modification of his instrument. So mm -hmm. it's, it's been, if you will, acknowledged by the U.S. government, the Canadian government, the British government. They issued a patent for him. Mm -hmm. But, you know, again, this generation, um, the current generation, I've modified his instrument. But nonetheless, these are functioning scientific instruments. And the key to my work, the key to the work of Dr. Hieronymus, we don't work with people. Mm. I'm going to repeat that. We don't work with people. We work with photographs of people. This is a new science in which we're working with energy fields, quantum fields, intelligence on the photograph. 
Mm. This has never been duplicated. Only Dr. Hieronymus and I have been able to achieve this, working on a photograph and influencing the energy field of a photograph. Wow. Okay. Now, to explain, if I were to take my photograph and place it inside the instrument, there's so much energy, I receive a chakra bouncing. Look at that white light that I'm enjoying right now. Mm -hmm. That's the type of energy that I am I'm feeling that right now as a chakra bouncing or as a brain boost. I can reprogram the mind with this energy. Wow. So the energy is instructive. This energy will, will do what you ask it to do. And it will, if you will, change your psyche. It, some people say it lifts them from depression. So that's mm -hmm. one of the benefits of working through a photograph. You don't work with people, you work with their energy field on the photograph. So what's the point? Mm -hmm. When people send me their photograph, they bi-locate to me. I never work with people. I work with their energy field. I work with their photographic representation. Mm. This, is a, this is a new science. Wow. You know, it makes me think as you were speaking about how you work with the photograph and not the person, it's almost making me think like um, back to maybe movies where there was maybe uh, a voodoo doctor or somebody like that. And then someone brings the person their picture and then the person's able to do their magic through the picture. So it makes me think of that, you know, like that type of energy, like you get a visual of that person and then now you can work with their energy from which from the visualization. Would it be something like that? Is the energy of thought. This energy is the energy of thoughts, the energy mm -hmm. of thought. So let me explain that. When you think you your thought transcends time and space. This energy transcends time and space. Mm -hmm. So my instrument is a thought instrument. And it's consciousness. All of my work is non-physical. So mm -hmm. when we're working in the realm of quantum or consciousness, we work with intelligence. Intelligence. There's no physical matter. Yeah. So the way you feel is consciousness. It's scalar energy. The way yeah. you think is scalar energy. It's consciousness. This is quantum. It has nothing to do with Newtonian physics. Mm -hmm. oh, okay. Yeah. And so now the, if you receive a picture of someone, because you know, we evolve as a person, you know, the person I was 10 years ago was completely different than the person I am today. So if someone gets a picture of me from 10 years ago, it may help hold a different energy. Does it matter the level of the picture that you get of the person? No, that's a great question. This mm -hmm. photograph is probably three years old. It still reports who I am today. So wow. this is an example of time travel. Mm. Even though this photograph is three years old, four years old, it still is reporting my constitution, my mind, soul, and body right now. Yeah. Proving that I'm outside a Newtonian dimension, proving that I am working in a different dimension. Mm. Wow, this this is some revolutionary information. Um, now, I know you said that there was one doctor that basically was doing what you're doing, but you're like taking it to your level. Um, was are there any other like scientific documents or other scientists that has worked no. with this energy? No, because <laughs> nobody has this instrument. Mm -hmm. You can't. You cannot speak of the results that I have unless you have this identical instrument. Now imagine, this is one of the first computers. 
This is one yeah. of the first cars. This is one of the first airplanes. Well, mm-hmm. unless you worked with an with a computer or an airplane, then you have no experience. Mm-hmm. Wow. This is I'm I'm like I'm like stunned because this is like so so amazing. Like, do you plan on taking it to the masses to like reproduce and yeah. and get it out there and train healers to work with this? Yes. Now consider this. I'm mm-hmm. gonna answer your question. I can work with one photograph. I can work with 25 photographs, or I can work with 25 million photographs. Mm-hmm. Today, I was working with half a million photographs. Mm-hmm. So yes, I want to get this out there. We've already started. This okay. is a heal. This is heal the world, so to speak, by way of photographic force fields. It's not a biological process. Now. Since we have access to so many people's photographs, we could just go on Google and Google the president, Google Google anyone, you know. And and you, so that means you can take this machine and put whatever information into it to transmit to this person. But does this person have to be aware that this is happening? Because they may be, you may be transporting information that they don't want. Like like wait You're a right. minute, you know. You're right. That's why we have a website and we ask people to sign up if they want. It's mm-hmm. o- always a person's voluntary expression if they want. Yeah. So you're you're right. You can see the potential here. Yes. I Today I've been working with half a million photographs of the, over the years I've collected. But mm-hmm. the world has 8 billion people. So those people will have to make a conscious decision if they want to be treated. Okay, yeah. So what I'm saying is, let's say there's a war going on, um, not naming wars, and then you want to get, you know, you want to put influence on the leaders of the war. So you're like, yeah. you know what? I'm going to take their picture and I want them to do this, this, and this, and this because I want this war to do whatever it needs to do. So uh, will they be able to receive this information you're putting in in the system to them if they have no idea it's happening? To answer your question, yes. And if I have a photograph of anything, whether it's a person, animal, or a plant, I can work with that person, animal, or plant. I access, again, their quantum field, their their force field. Now, many people, for instance, send me photographs of their dog or cat, their pets. I don't think their dog or cat is, is familiar with the workings of my scalar energy instrument. Yeah. So, yes, yes, we, we can work with people, animals, or plants without their knowledge. Now, That's- you you know, when you're working with energy and like manifesting, they always say it doesn't know the difference between negative or positive. It just knows right. energy field of which you're manifesting. Yes. So if you're saying, um, you know, you don't want to be late, it's just going to hear late. Um, is it the same? Is your system basically just reading energy or is it able to understand the difference between negative and positive? Because if someone gets their hand on this machine and they want to go over here and start inputting all this negative information into people and just start inputting, uh, you know, negative stuff. And then people are running around like doing bad things in this world because they had this machine where they were like kind of dictating, like, I want you to be a follower and do this and do that. Like, is your machine smart enough to like distinguish the difference between a high vibrational or low vibrational um, content of information? Yes. Why? This is God's energy. This is divine energy. Light is from God. This is divine light. Mm-hmm. And you're right. As long as I impart this and I have good intention, it will only do good. 
So you're absolutely right. And you could see the profound influence that I can have in the world working with divine light. It's not mm-hmm. electricity. So yeah. you're very you're very astute. You under <laughs> you see where this is going. Yeah. This, this this instrument controls nature. It controls consciousness. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely see. So like, just like with everything, you see all the potential, but then also you see the other potential and it's like, wait a minute, if this goes and gets in the, you know, the wrong person's hands, but I guess it's also like the energy of thoughts. Like I can be saying prayers and sending well wishes to someone. And I also could be doing the opposite, sending, you know, (laughs) bad wishes to someone as well too. Yes, I agree. And that's one of the reasons I won't patent this. That's one of the reasons I won't mass produce this. Exactly. So you just wanted to stay in your hands and then, you know, in the hundred years when you're no longer around, what do you want this instrument to become? Somebody will have to follow my footsteps, but you have to, you have to be morally correct. And I've always said this great technology requires great morality. The two go hand Mm -hmm. in hand. You know, we've looked at a lot of technology and technology can help us, but sadly, a lot of technologies is our undoing, is, is being used to harm us. So this is one of the reasons I will not release the plans. Mm, okay, that's very smart. Now, um, you know, I guess in your field, there's probably a lot of skeptics out there. Um, and so what do you have to say to the skeptics? Because, you know, we we have been groomed to live in a society where, you know, it's all about what we have been told and can we touch and can we feel it and so on and stuff like that. So we have not been groomed to just, you know, work in this energy space. And that's why the light workers and the healers and the, you know, all of those, it's just, it's such a, it seems to be such a small population to the masses. So the masses may be like, what? going on here you know what are you talking about you gonna take my picture like what do you have to say to them let's keep in mind that there's two energies yeah let's let's say there's two energies scalar energy is the apple electricity is the orange the apple is the apple the orange is the orange the two do not coincide they're not identical so the physics that i present is not the physics that we study in school that's a different branch of physics now if you're skeptical okay but do your research. Don't don't speak out of hand. Speak out of intelligence. Do your research. I want you to investigate, maybe build a scalar energy instrument, and then you can prove or disprove my work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So because um, <laughs> I feel like maybe people may be like, you know, because, you know, we're living for 40, 50, 60, whatever amount of years, and we just know what's happening. We just know to look at life by can I prove it? Can I touch it? Can I feel it? So people that have gotten sessions from you, like they're like, okay, I need healing. How long do they usually start to see the healing? Usually within two two weeks, three weeks. Now we've developed a number of processes where we say a bacterium or a virus. If I hold this photograph of this is the bacterium that causes tuberculosis and I place it in the instrument, there's a downloaded the energy of tuberculosis. So why am I saying this? People with TB, after we work with them, tell us that they feel great. Some of them say that they no longer have tuberculosis. Mm -hmm. So the consciousness that I set up through these two photographs, communicating mycobacterium tuberculosis with my consciousness seems to have an advantageous effect that people 
as a result, no longer have the tuberculosis bacterium. Wow. Um, have you done your own, like, cause this would be a great way to do a scientific study where you take in these random patients, they get their blood work or whatever yeah. they got going on. Do you have like some of those like researches we, to show we, like, mm -hmm. we, we do to answer your question. I'm going to hold up a photograph. This is a clinic in Delhi, India, Om Prakash HIV AIDS clinic. This is a clinic of over probably close to 10,000 people. We've treated about half of them, 5,000 people in Delhi, India. And after we work with these people, nobody, nobody has an, any HIV viral load. Mm -hmm. after, after working with all these people, not one of them has a viral load for HIV. Wow. So it, have they wrote, written any documents like to prove this and yes. so on? Yeah, yeah. Here's, here's one of the PCR tests that came out of Delhi, India. It shows mm -hmm. no viral load. This individual had, had HIV for years. No mm -hmm. longer do they have any viral load for HIV. Now, mind you, my work cannot be proven or disproven by Newtonian physics. Mm -hmm. it's, it's a different branch of physics. So we need a new testing for my work because it's a new science. Yeah. I mean, I feel like you should push it mainstream because then all the healing that can be done through this it would be phenomenal, you know, children that's in children's hospitals and, and, and so on, you know, to have access to this, you know, stuff that doctors are not maybe necessarily able to do, do through conventional medicine and stuff like that. You know, do you think about pushing it to go into like more mainstream because yes. of that? Yes. And that's what I'm trying to do by way of podcast. Thank you for this opportunity. Under, understand my work is so cutting edge so groundbreaking very few people get it or want to want to promulgate this this new research so i do the best i can and again thank you for this audience this is the only way i can get the word out you're welcome you know but what about going into like the um the the medical industry and and different things like that to just say hey let's work together for the next six months and let's see what i can do to help you guys out you know just it's food for thought i'm thinking because like to think of like being able to do something like that that's phenomenal or maybe even working with uh you know the government to say we need to bring a, you know, a close to this drama <laughs> um, that's going on in the world and, and so on. Uh, I, I, <laughs> I have offered that. I have offered that to many people, including government and big business, but nobody's taken me up on it yet. So I yeah. have to wait for, for government or big business to take me up on that. I have no takers yet. Do you, do you have any stories to share in reference to like, um, uh, uh, old scientists or scientists that we may know of, like, or the big brands that we may know of that was on the cutting edge, but now we use it every day. But people looked at it like before, like, what are you talking about? Probably, you know, before FaceTime became a thing. Like I know when I was a child, there was no FaceTime. And if someone said, you know, you can FaceTime, I probably would have been like, what are you talking about? Like, what do you mean I can touch my phone? Like if, I, you know, when I was a child, like right. just thinking back, to that type of stuff like it was cutting edge and if someone would have introduced it to me in the 80s or the 90s i would have probably been like what are you talking about that makes no sense you know get that out of here like yeah. but then now it's all a part of our lives now so um would you like to share any stories on like you know 
scientists or, you know, people we may know or something like that. You're absolutely right. Um, when both Tessa and Edison and Westinghouse were experimenting with electricity, they wanted to illuminate the world, electrify the world. Mm -hmm. And some people could say, yeah, I, I can understand the concept behind a light bulb or a phonograph. And others just said, no, that's that's just that's nonsense. That's pseudoscience. Well, here we are today and electricity powers the world. Mm -hmm. uh, when the Wright brothers apparently were uh, uh, flying planes, a lot of people said, no, nothing can fly. Only birds can fly. Mm -hmm. So it takes time. I, I realize that you have to overcome some of these emotional hurdles. It takes time. Yeah, yeah, because I just went, you know, because <laughs> I know the era we live in and I know that, you know, there is tons of judgment or you know, we only know how to think past what we know. Like we only know our box. <laughs> yes, you're right. You know, and it, sometimes it's just so hard to just open up the imagination and, you know, to what else life can offer. Like, you know, everything that we're functioning with, it was in someone's store at one point, you know, the refrigerator behind me or the chair yes. sitting on, all of these things were in someone's mind. And because it didn't exist, when they told their story to someone else, it probably was like, that can't happen. That's not the way we do it. That's no, right. it doesn't make any sense. So um, I just wanted to just make clearance to that, you know, uh, understanding to that. So for if there are any skeptics, like, hmm, you're just going to take my picture and make my HIV go away. I don't know about that. <laughs> but I'm a true believer that also the mind is just very powerful. Like we have the keys and the tools within us. And if we start, you know, and realize that life is really mental, mental. So if we, you know, put that energy out there, just like you're saying, you have an energy machine, like we put that energy out there, whatever energy we're putting the energy into, it's going to come to birth. Yeah. Thank you. And those are some of the emotional obstacles that I, I face. So in order to overcome that, I simply tell people, visit my website, to mm -hmm. perform your investigation. I give away free sessions to anybody in the world. This is how I can prove it through experience. Mm. So, okay. So now what happens now? So you take on personal clients. So if I say, I listen to this podcast and I'm like, okay, I've been working with depression or I've been working with, um, you know, whatever I'm working with or these body issues, like I got things going on with me, you know, how much do you think, is there a placebo effect or have you done any placebo testing? Because now they have given you, they're like, okay, this guy's going to heal me. And then now they're, of course, pouring the energy into healing and like, oh, I'm going to heal. I'm going to heal because I gave this information to someone, you know, um, like what, like what's the process, what happens and like your history of it? Yeah, that's a good point. So you have to consider placebo effect because this is consciousness. Yeah, this is this is intelligence and everybody has an intelligence, a conscious, mm -hmm. everybody's conscious. So I have to be open to everything to be quite candid. It's it's an open arena. This is a new science and we have to be open to all uh, all aspects. We have to be open to everybody's opinion. We have to be open to everybody's testimony. That's why I have 4,000 testimonies on my website. Mm -hmm. I want to be an open book. I have to be. I can't judge a book by its cover. Yeah. So how many sessions would someone have? Okay, let's say they have HIV. How many sessions do they need 
with you or well you say you don't work with them in person they'll send over their picture tell you which they want you to work with how many sessions would you need to do with that with your machine to help cure their hiv it only takes one session to bring the hiv virus to a state of confusion to a state of chaos now you say a state of chaos what does that mean when we're looking at consciousness you either have coherence or or, or discord. So mm -hmm. what am I getting at? If, if this, if my fist represents an organized body, HIV or anything, it's, it's coherent, it has order. If we break it down or we shatter its geometry, its molecular geometry, or if we reduce it to a state of chaos, the HIV virus breaks apart or it's confused. So it's no longer an organized unit. Mm. It's no longer okay. an organized virus. It's, it's sort of like, if you will, if you take a glass and you throw it on the ground, you fragmented the glass. You can't drink out of that glass anymore. That drinking glass has been shattered, fragmented. Yeah. This is theoretically, I believe, what I do, the DHIV virus. Mm -hmm. I shatter it. Wow. Okay. Now, will it ever put itself back together? Because let's say you're on, you're, you're shattering it. The person's still going around with the narrative that they have HIV. They're going, you know, they're telling everyone, they're going to the doctor. They say, I have this, I have this. So they're still claiming it. So they're still in the energy field. Will their energy field have the power to put it back together? Not that I've seen, but that's a good, that's a good point. Because mm -hmm. it's my contention that scalar energy creates life, that scalar energy creates all types of genomic forms, whether it's a virus, a bacterium, or a person. So in other words, scalar energy has assembled me. Now, what's the point? If I believe in the future, we could assemble anything. And mm -hmm. perhaps our, we would be so advanced that we could create life with this. I'm just using that as a general term, life, some mm -hmm. type of genomic structure. But I can't do that. I don't know how to do that. I, I can only theorize. I, I don't have that potential. Mm -hmm. So were you like a science kid in school? Like? Okay. I, I, I was always curious and I I frankly I, I, I always challenge what I would consider to be Newtonian physics as the only explanation. I said to myself, that can't be true. Because mm -hmm. there's there's some things that we see in nature you cannot explain by electricity and magnetism. There's two mm -hmm. energies, so there's two explanations. Yeah. I, yeah. I think all of us have, have these incredible gifts. It's just a matter of realizing it. Mm -hmm. I think the human mind is just incredible. And what is thought? It's scalar waves. How do you think it's scalar energy? Because a thought can transcend time and space. It's consciousness. Mm -hmm. What's this instrument? It transcends time and space. So in many ways, I can at least theoretically prove that thought is a scalar wave. Okay. Uh, this is... I'm so grateful to have you on the podcast. So, you know, when this become like you're on CNN and on the news and everything, I'll be like, he was over here first. He was over here first. <laughs> you're right. You're yeah. right. And give yourself a pat on the back. Yeah. yeah this, I, I want to leave the audience with this. What I'm working with are scientific instruments. I follow the laws of science. There's no human projection here. There's no auto suggestion. This is not my opinion. These instruments follow the, the laws of science and the laws of science cannot be blocked. They're immutable. They're perfect. So mm. my work is flawless. It's perfect because I follow the laws of science. 
Mm -hmm. Okay. Amazing. I, I absolutely love it. So if someone is like, okay, you know what? I'm, I want to, I want to try new things. I want to try to scale of energy out. Um, I know you said to go to your website and so on, and they may be curious, or you know, because also people put blockage. That's probably too expensive for me. Oh, I can't do that. Um, what what is your price point? Are you able to share that? Sure. First of all, everybody signs up for fifteen days of free sessions. It's free for everybody the first fifteen days. I want to introduce this to the world, so don't be bashful. There's no obligation. Just send a headshot, and we'll work with you for fifteen days. We'll balance your chakras. We'll identify microbes, germs, and we'll also download micronutrients, okay? Thereafter, it's $89 a month, hmm. $89 a month. Okay, so you, so when you say you work with them for 15 days, are you like inputting their picture in the computer every day? Yes, uh, every day. Every day I balance chakras, I eradicate germs, microbes, and I download nutrients. Those three functions are observed every day. Okay. Okay. So that's, that's a, <laughs> it's a lot of energy. It's, it's a lot of work. Yeah. Okay. And so you, so you confident that they're going to feel a difference in those 15 days and you're going to be like, you know what, just keep me on for the monthly uh, plan. Now, do they need to say, oh no. Okay. I know you you do your three standard things. Do they need to be like, no, I want to work on this or I want to work on that. Yeah. Uh, very good. Everything is standardized. So again, when you sign up for the 15 days of free sessions, number one, we balance your chakras. Two, we eradicate, look for and eradicate microbes. And number three, we're able to download nutrients into you. That's it. Those are standard. Now, those are standardized sessions. I never deviate from that. Okay. No, but now are you able to see like, oh, wow, you're working with some funky energy over here or something like that? I don't diagnose. I, okay, I you can't I, diagnose. You're just putting in the, the information. Correct. I, as an individual, I don't diagnose. The energy diagnosis. Why? It's God's energy. Mm. I allow God's energy to heal. I'm not the healer. Okay, so they don't need to say what their issue is. So let's say they got knee problems and they're like, I got to get these knees fixed. I don't want to have no knee surgery. You can't put the energy on the knee. No, I can't. I can't. And I, I don't make such claims. And frankly, I don't make any medical claims because yeah. per, per se, this is not medicine. Working yeah. through force field, a force field is not conventional medicine. So I just keep it above board and by saying, send me your photograph. You decide how you feel. There, there's, there is no track record. There, nobody has repeated my work. So everything is new and upcoming with this, this new invention. I have to be open-minded there is no standard procedure, period. Okay. Okay. So, that, oh, thank you for clarifying that. So it, it doesn't put the restriction there that someone does have those 15 days to work and, and then they can make the decision themselves if they want to stay on for $89 and right. so on. So that's why at the beginning you said you were working with X amount of hundreds of people today because right. you're just constantly just rotating the information. Yes, that's the only way I can do it. Now, there's no way I could ever diagnose for half a million people. There's no way I could ever, if you will, have conversations with half a million people. The energy is performs all the work. It's all divine action. There's no human action to this. Okay. 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 So, okay. So this is, um, 
good information to know. Is there anything that we didn't touch on in reference to this that, you know, will help people have more understanding or just more information you want to share about um, you and the device? Many people have always asked, how is it that we exist? What's a thought? What's a motion? How is it that there's quasars? What is so, so mysterious about the universe? Once we realize that scalar energies is behind, causes a thought, produces our heartbeat, our circadian rhythm, powers, provides power and light for a quasar. Once we understand that scalar energy is the cause of gravity, then we realize that scalar energy has its interface, has its hand in all action in the universe. So what I'm introducing to the world is divine instructions by scalar energy. There, there's no, no other aspect of science that's more important than this. Scalar energy, the light of the world, the light of the universe dictates nature. Once we understand how nature is created and maintained by scalar energy, we will advance. Mm, okay. And do you feel that we're not advancing? Um... Not enough. If, if we go back to the cause of nature, which is scalar energy, which is the mm -hmm. cause of intelligence, which is consciousness, then we'll have a better understanding of nature and we'll be able to control and enjoy nature to our benefit. Mm. To our benefit. I like that. To our, okay. Able to understand and enjoy nature to our benefits. Yeah. That's beautiful. Because I do think with nature, we take it, you know, take it for granted. Um in this day and age, you know, <laughs> right? Yeah. So before I actually let you go today, you got to answer my um my becoming unique question. What does becoming unique mean to you? Following my path, the path that God has laid out to me, you know, doing God's will. That that's what's unique to me. Everybody is unique. Everybody has a unique story, a unique uh, responsibility, mm -hmm. and I try and follow that responsibility. Beautiful, following your path because you know we are all individuals and we all have our own individual path to follow. So that's beautiful that you are in that awareness. And thank you so much. You are amazing. I'm so grateful to have had you here today to learn about scale and energy and learn about you and what you got going on. I am beyond, beyond grateful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to tell your audience to visit scalarlight.com. That's the website. Sign up for 15 days. You're simply going to email us a photograph. That's all you have to do. Mm, wow. Amazingness.